Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you very much for joining me for this video. Um, let me, I've never said this before, never thought I would really have a need to say anything like this. But if you have young children, um, you might want to watch this video before you let them watch it. And I know I have a number of families who who watch my YouTube channel um, and, and they watch them along with their families and their children. And I'm very grateful for that. There goes me, even me and those, you might need to step out for this one. Uh, in all seriousness, please watch this video first. It'll be pretty short. Um, and then make a judgment as to whether or not you want your children to see it. Uh, I'm doing this video as a follow-up to the video that I posted a few weeks ago, a month or so ago on Todd White and uh, the title of that video was something to the effect of Todd, uh, Todd White should step down, uh, needs to step down, and this sermon proves it, something to that effect. Many of you watched it. It got a lot of views. But I, I noticed that a, there were a, an abnormally high percentage of people defending Todd White. I mean, I always get people that disagree with me on every video that I do, but they're a very small minority. But the those disagreeing with me on this one, uh, was was still a minority, but was a higher percentage than is typical. And I've I've seen a number of the comments from people defending Todd White. So for all of those who defended Todd White and what he said about Jesus when he was on the cross, and he was using Second Corinthians five twenty one as his, as his proof text that Jesus literally turned into all manner of horrific sin, bestiality, child pornography, child molester. He, he literally said that Jesus became a child molester on the cross. Jesus became bestiality on the cross. Jesus became lost on the cross. And if you doubt that, if you haven't seen my previous video, I will have a link to it down below in the description. But for all of those who are defending Todd White, I want to show you this. I want to show you this short clip from a sermon that he posted a little over a year ago. I think it was August of 2020. And um, try defending this. I'm like, you think that like, well, Lord, to be transparent, I got news for you. Nothing's hidden. He sits in the theater room of your soul and sees everything that goes across your screen, guys. Your whole pornography thing, you think like no one knows it? God's watching it with you. He waits till you reach climax. God, if he only knew me. If he only knew me. If he only desired to know me, I would be his climax. <laughs> He's not mad. Todd White says that God is watching pornography with you. That through your eyes, God is in you and through your eyes, he's watching pornography with you. 
And then at another point in the video, he actually says that God is in the bed watching pornography with you. In the frenzy and in the heat of, of, of a husband that is cheating on his wife, he sees it. He's right there in bed with you. He's right there in bed with you and he's seeing it all. He's watching it. He is watching you look into the woman that you're not in covenant with. He is watching through your eyes. And then, and then he says, speaking for God, if speaking on behalf of God in relation to this man in the bed watching pornography. Oh, if this, you know, if this man only knew, had intimacy with me, I would, I would be his, I, I can't even repeat that. I can't even repeat that. And if, if you, if you can in any way muster any kind of defense of that kind of filth, any kind of defense on behalf of Todd White for what he said in this clip, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, I really do not know what to tell you. And then he said that God's not mad. He's not mad. Really? God's not mad. God's not mad at you for watching pornography. Really? God is angry with the wicked every day. His wrath burns against sin. What are you talking about? God's not angry. That is just unbelievable to me. This is a man who does not understand even the basics of the gospel, does not understand Christianity 101. I mean, I'm talking about not even a first grade vacation Bible school understanding of the gospel. This man has no business being behind the pulpit. This is a man who claims that he is sinless. This is a man who claims he has not sinned at all since he was supposedly converted about 16 years or so ago. Are you kidding me? He came and gave me this blank canvas. He came and gave me this pure heart and I've never violated it with anything. Because I love Jesus. My hands are clean. My heart is pure. I love him with all my heart. I'm going to stand before him and he's going to say, well done. What's he going to say when you stand before him? You can actually have the word so strong inside of your heart that you never have to slip. People are like, well, that's false. That's not true. Well, you're wrong. I live with me. So for 13 years, I've been free from that. I've wow. never looked lustily with lust at a woman, ever. I live with me. My kids will tell you that I'm a man of God. I'm a father. Because God doesn't say he wants you 97% pure. I mean, was Jesus 97% pure? I'm not holier than thou. I just love Jesus 24-7. Any man who would say he has not sinned at all since the moment of his conversion, I can... That's a man who does not understand what conversion is. That's a man who does not have any comprehension of the exceeding deceitfulness of sin. That is a man who has no business being behind the pulpit. And shame on those. Shame on those who have given Todd White a platform. Shame on those who have come to his defense in any way. Shame on those who have tried to, in various interviews, tried to help extricate Todd White from the holes that he continues to dig for himself.
Shame on those people who have done that because they know better. Todd White has absolutely no business being in the pulpit. Not only is he not only is he deceiving the people that he is to whom he is speaking. And sometimes some people ask me, well, do the false teachers know they're deceiving people or they deceive themselves? The answer to that is yes. Second Timothy three thirteen. Men will grow from bad to worse, imposters deceiving and being deceived. Yes, Todd White is intentionally deceiving people. Yes, he is deceived himself. But shame on those who have given him a platform and come to his defense. And these people know better. And by being in the pulpit, Todd White is just continually heaping condemnation upon himself. One final clip. God's in you watching pornography. He is seeing it. The eye is the lamp of the body. If the eye is single, the whole body is full of light. But if that light that's in you is darkness. See, there are Christians that say they love God, but they're stepping into these areas because they don't have intimacy with God. You know what I find interesting? Todd White says that there are Christians. Now, he should have said there are professing Christians, not that he would even understand that kind of a theological nuance. But there are professing Christians who step into these areas, areas of pornography, he says, because they lack intimacy. You know what's ironic? Is that Todd White and Kenneth Copeland and Benny Hinn both of those men, by the way, Kenneth Copeland and Benny Hinn, are men that he has endorsed, credited even for his own conversion, in his own growth in Christ. He endorses them, partners with them. You know, these are all men who who claim intimacy with Jesus. So, I mean, they're so they have such an intimate relationship with Jesus that you know they just talk to him on a regular basis and conversationally talk with him, and and uh, so intimate is their relationship with Christ that uh, at times during the conversation, God will just interrupt. And Kenneth Copeland has been interrupted by God a number of times, regularly, conversations, to the point that it almost annoys Kenneth Copeland when God interrupts him. How you want to go to Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that, Lord. Yeah, I remember, I remember us doing that. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. So intimate. But these people who claim to have such an intimate relationship with God, they would look at people like me. And many of you, not all of you, but many of you watching me right now who are cessationists, and they would say, we don't. They would say to us, you don't have intimacy. That's, that's the claim they make. We, if you're a cessationist like I am, you and I don't have real intimacy with God because we're cessationists. If that's what your intimacy gets you, Mr. or Mrs. Word Faith slash NAR person, I'll pass. Hard pass. Thanks, but no thanks. I am quite content with having the inerrant, infallible, inspired, authoritative, all-sufficient Word of God 
indwelt by his Holy Spirit who helps to illumine the meaning of God's word to my heart, to my mind, who gives me the ability to obey God's word to the glory of Christ. I'm quite content with that, quite content that with the the fellowship that I have with the saints, the love for the brethren that the Holy Spirit has given me. That is that is intimacy to me. That is having a relationship with Christ, is knowing his word, reading it, studying it, obeying it to his glory, suffering, counting it as a privilege to suffer for the name of Christ, for that is something that According, according to Philippians 1.29, that, even that has been granted to me as a privilege. So if intimacy, as they define it, if, if that kind of intimacy gives them all manner of false prophecies, putting words in God's mouth that he did not say, teaching heresy, teaching blasphemy, bringing reproach upon the name of Christ, distorting the true spiritual gifts of, from the Holy Spirit, exploiting the poor, the sick, the desperate, and the widows for personal financial gain. If that is what your intimacy gets you, I'll pass. I'll pass. Thanks, but no thanks. If your kind of intimacy, Todd White, results in you intentionally deceiving people out on the street with your fake signs and wonders... You know, if you're watching this, or if you are a Todd White supporter, Todd White has been doing this for over a decade, intentionally deceiving people with his fake signs and wonders, lengthening people's legs. That is intentional deception, and he knows it is. Todd White, if you're watching this, you know it is. You know you have been intentionally deceiving people for over a decade. And Lord willing, I'll soon have a video up proving that. If that's what your intimacy gets you, no thanks, hard pass. I just don't understand how anyone can defend Todd White. And as I said in my last video critiquing Todd White, I don't hate Todd White. Todd, if you're watching this, I don't hate you. I do hate what you're doing because you are distorting the gospel. You have no business being behind the pulpit. I don't hate you. I hate what you're doing. And if you truly want to know Christ, reach out to me. I will help you. And if God grants you repentance, the first sign of that repentance, the real fruit that it will bear, if it's real, is you will come out and you will tell the world that you have been intentionally deceiving people for over a decade. And you'll shut your ministry down because you'll understand that you're not qualified to be behind the pulpit. All right, dear ones, till our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.